Hey everyone, welcome to the Chronically Creative Podcast, and this is the Independence Day episode, which we celebrate America's independence, and um, hopefully everyone has had a safe and happy week, weekend. Uh, the pandemic is winding down uh, in most parts of the United States, so that's good. Um, trying to stay safe and keeping a mask on, even though we can ditch the masks, which is, you know, good news. Um, uh, we want to be safe even so, and uh, hopefully we gather together safely so we can keep our health in the best condition that it can be. And um, yeah, so this is, um, we're going to be talking about not only um, a chronic illness, we're going to talk about what happens when your chronic illness becomes so complicated and nuanced that you don't even know, (laughs) you don't even know what your chronic illness is anymore. Um, I know for myself, um, there's new findings all the time about mast cell activation syndrome. And there's so many, you know, detailed responses and there's, you know, so much information out there that to explain it to somebody um, gets complicated. And sometimes we are, we sit there and we're like, you know, um, I don't know what to even say about my illness. I don't know how to explain it to people. And not only do I not know how to explain what I do know, there's so much more information that's out there that's coming at me that I'm still learning myself about my chronic illness. So if you're in that position where you're still learning about your chronic illness and you don't know how to convey um, a lot of your feelings and your a lot of your symptoms to your friends, family, and even doctors, um, then this is the episode for you. And, um, and also we'll talk about a little well-known saying called misery loves company. And I don't really believe that uh, misery loves company. In fact, we'll just get that out of the way right there. Someone said to me the other day, you know, I was talking to someone and I was saying, you know, that person is always in a bad mood and they're always complaining and they're always, you know, kind of a downer. And the person said to me, well, you know, misery loves company. And I said, you know, I don't really think that that's the case for this person. This person, I don't think wants to be miserable. I think that what we want is someone to understand where we're coming from. You know, we want someone to say, yeah, I I felt that bad too. You know, I've been that sick too. I've um, been that lonely and depressed too. I know what it's like to battle that issue too. And it's not about necessarily wanting someone else to, you know, be sick or to be you know, uh, to join you and wallow in your, um, bad mood, your depression. It's, it's, I want to say you want someone to commiserate with, but commiserate is, has like a negative connotation. It's more like, I just want someone to understand it and get me and say, yeah, you know what? I've been there and I know, you know, how it is. And sometimes I can come across as, you know, being really negative. Some, some people might say, well, you're just a negative person. You're always 
complaining. You're always looking at the downside of things, but sometimes we just want to be heard and understood. And so, you know, misery does not always love company. Misery sometimes just wants someone to say, I get it. I understand. And I'm here for you. So there's a little tip, you know, try to keep that in mind. Sometimes when you hear people complaining, you know, there's something underneath that. Um, There's something underneath everybody's behavior. If you study psychology, you know, people's behavior, the things they do say, there's always something underneath a motivation or some sort of pattern. So, but that's a topic for another show. So anyway, moving on, uh, I just felt like I'd share that with you and uh, something that I learned this week by thinking, just thinking about it and saying, you know, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know if that person really is trying to bring me down or trying to uh, put me in a bad mood or whatever. They're just trying to find somebody who understands. And um, so that's it. Now, moving on, um, we've all had moments in our chronic illness journey where we find a gray area or an area where it's hard to explain to people or it's hard to understand or things get really complicated and one symptom runs into another symptom and one symptom uh, can be mistaken for something else and or we have multiple chronic illnesses or multiple conditions that we don't know whether our pain is from mast cell or from fibromyalgia or from just pulling a muscle when we were walking or whatever the other day, um, things get kind of nuanced. And um, when you have a rare or, or newly discovered or newly studied chronic illness and people are constantly finding out new information about this chronic illness, it's hard to keep up. And sometimes there's new information that's released every few months or every year. And there's an update and uh, someone's asking you about, well, you know, what is your illness or how does it, and you're kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. And you know what? Um, they used to think that it was caused by X, Y, Z, but now they think it might be caused by ABC or, um, you know, this is what usually happens. And, you know, now my symptoms have changed. You know, when I first got sick, my symptoms were a little bit different than they are now. It's kind of morphed this, this, um, mast cell activation, uh, disorders are known to kind of morph their symptoms. So sometimes you'll have like, uh, neurological and cardiovascular symptoms in the beginning. And then maybe it goes into gastrointestinal and maybe other sort of neurological symptoms or, uh, some sort of like, uh, chronic pain or uh, different inflammation in the body, things like that. And swelling, um, sometimes, you know, for me, I was using a toothpaste that uh, I've used for years and all of a sudden one day, um, and I usually am good about like checking the ingredients on things. Cause I know sometimes when we go food shopping or we use particular products like skin, hair, um, toothpaste, deodorant, you read the ingredients and you want to make sure sometimes people 
companies revise their products and they add in ingredients. So you just want to keep up to date on the ingredients, which I usually do. And uh, with this toothpaste, it was the same ingredients. Everything was the same. But just for some reason, I started reacting to it. Um, I don't know if it was like the dye or coloring they put in the toothpaste. Normally, um, I use stuff that's like dye-free, gluten-free, pure stuff. So now I, I don't use toothpaste. I use, I do like a DIY, do-it-yourself, DIY, do-it-yourself kind of toothpaste where I use baking soda and peroxide and sea salt and, you know, whatever. Sometimes apple cider vinegar you add to it, which, you know, helps to you know, do all these things, whiten teeth, kill bacteria, um, xylitol. Sometimes I put xylitol in there, different things that I can tolerate. Cause I know if I do it myself, I know I'll be able to tolerate the toothpaste. So th that's like a rant on toothpaste, but you know, I was using that toothpaste for years thinking like, Oh cool. I found a toothpaste that really works for me and I don't have a reaction to it. And then all of a sudden I started reacting to it. So like your symptoms can change your, the things that you are um, reactive or sensitive to can change. And so sometimes it gets really complicated to convey to people in your life or to even doctors like, different medications that you take. Sometimes, you know, you've been taking this medication for years and then all of a sudden you start reacting to that medication. Or like one of the most famous things is when you go to, this has happened to me several times, you go to the pharmacy and they fill the prescription from one pharmaceutical company and you're taking it and you're fine. And then you go get a refill and they're using a different pharmaceutical company, which has different ingredients and additives. So one time I was taking a pill and it was white and I was, you know, fine. And then the next time I filled the prescription, it was like an, a reddish, orangey red color. And I'm like, look, I don't do well with the color red. You know, that dye, red dye really fucks me up bad. So, and I tried to explain the pharmacist to the pharmacist and she was like, oh yeah, no, I get it. People react to different colors, you know, colorings, but I can't really like pick which company that I order it from. It's whatever comes in. And that, you know, unless you have it compounded, which, you know, you go to a special compounding pharmacy and then you have to pay extra out of pocket to have them compounded. And sometimes that can get really, really expensive. But that's the reality for some people because they can't have colorings, additives, preservatives or anything in their medication. So um, that's something, too, that you can be you know, talking to a doctor and they're like, well, what do you mean? You've been on this med for like two years and you're fine. And now all of a sudden you're telling me you can't take it. And you try to explain to the doctor, well, this is how mast cell activation syndrome works and they don't get it. And, um, you know, and then there's conflicting evidence and uh, findings out there. Some people come out with a report on mast cell activation syndrome and it says a b and c and then somebody else finds something that says you know a different set of um you know findings and um when doctors go to look it up the doctors who actually try to care and pay attention and follow your uh, your disorder they'll find these 
various conflicting reports. And so they just look at it like, well, you know, I don't know, this just seems like a bunch of nonsense and they just disregard it. So sometimes your chronic illness gets so complicated that it's hard for you to like even keep up with it and explain it to people, you know, as well educated as we try to keep ourselves and keep ourselves in the loop. Sometimes it just gets to be you know, too much. And we're like, I don't even understand my illness anymore, to be honest with you. You know, I can't even explain it to you. I just know that I'm sick and, you know, I could use Crest toothpaste one day and then the next day, you know, it could not work for me. So, um, those are the frustrating things that we go through with chronic illness. And I know some of you may have your own different nuanced stories about different things that you deal with, whether it be, you know, adhesive tapes that you use or different devices and leg braces and, um, you know, whatever that you, you use to help yourself. Um, and it's unfortunate. You know, sometimes because we get lost in the shuffle and if we don't understand what we're talking about sometimes or we get so confused by the medical reports and medical journals and all that stuff and our bodies are reacting crazy and we don't have anybody to sort this stuff out with. Sometimes it gets overwhelming. It's like, oh man, my doctor is not going to is not understanding to begin with. And now I'm going to have to, you know, explain this wackiness to them and they're not going to get it and they're not going to care. It does become kind of um, a downer when your symptoms and when your illness becomes so complicated that you're confused by it. So um, that was something that I was just thinking of this week because I had an issue this week with something that I've been using for a long time and, you know, ended up reacting to it. And it's like, wow, you know, you think you got one thing down and um, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're, we're back to, you know, shopping for new deodorant again. And you're on, you're spending hours on Amazon and different websites trying to find deodorants or toothpaste or whatever without this additive, without this ingredient. And you're paying double, triple the price that everybody else pays for deodorant and toothpaste because you can't use the, the normal stuff. And, um, so it's just one of those little things that people with chronic illness have to deal with that other people don't realize that is a pain. It's frustrating, but it also results in kind of de like depression, anxiety, because you don't feel like you under you're being understood or you feel like, well, I don't even understand this. How do I expect other people to understand this? And then you're on uh, a website, like, you know, spending extra money that you really don't have to spend, like on cosmetics and different things that are really expensive um, because of one or two ingredients that you can't have in your toothpaste or deodorant or skin cream or bar soap or whatever. So instead of spending like two or three bucks on soap, you're spending like $10, $10 on soap because, you know, um, someone decided that they should put red dye in their soap or a blue dye in their soap and you break out in a rash. 
And that's just how it is. So I'm going to stop rambling now, but I'm sure everybody who has a chronic illness right now is going, yep, I get it. They're nodding their head or shaking their head and just uh, commiserating with me. Misery loves company or not. And um, yeah, that's it. So again, I hope everybody is doing as well as they can be. I hope you had a great Independence Day. And oh, yes, one thing I wanted to add in is that July is Disability Awareness Month. Um, I'm not sure who exactly comes up with when these um, awareness months are, but um, I've informed that July is Disability Awareness Month. So whatever that means to you, uh, do something if you if you want to, if you feel compelled, uh, do something to make yourself visible and let people know that you're a person and that you have a disability and um, do something positive or create awareness around a certain issue that you feel hasn't gotten enough attention. You know, with social media, you can post on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Um, or if you don't feel comfortable disclosing that information, you don't have to, maybe you can secretly and quietly donate to, uh, one of your favorite organizations or charities that help people with disabilities. That's a great way to contribute. Um, a lot of different ways. I always feel like education is one of the best ways to, um, create awareness uh, when these like months come up, like, you know, gay pride or whether it's, um, disability awareness and visible disease awareness, which I think is in September. Um, you know, it's good to always create awareness, educate people because the more people who get educated, the less ignorance we'll have hopefully. Um, and which we need right now in the world. And so that's it. And, um, I hope you guys enjoy your July. I'll probably, you know, hop on here sometime in July, um, before the month's over, but it's going to be a busy month. My birthday is this month and July 19th. So maybe I'll do a birthday episode about, um, having chronic illnesses and your birthday because I know birthdays are a big trigger slash bummer for people with chronic illness. So maybe I'll, I'll do something around that, but I hope you guys have a great July and you stay cool and you stay as healthy as possible. And I will talk to you next time until then take care. Just a quick correction. Uh, July is actually Disability Pride Month. And that was in 2015, uh, New York Mayor Bill de Blasio declared July Disability Pride Month in celebration of the ADA's 25th anniversary. So that's where uh, we got July as Disability Pride Month. So just wanted to correct that. 
Hey everybody, as you know, I want this podcast to be as interactive as possible. And so I know a lot of you are sitting home and you're listening to the podcast and you are relating to my story and you're thinking, well, I have a story to tell. And if that's you, then I'd love to have you on the podcast to tell your story, get your perspective and um, possibly learn something about someone else's chronic illness. Um, Maybe you can teach uh, some people about the things you go through and about a disability or chronic illness that you deal with. So if you'd love to be a guest on my show, I'd love to have you. So just get in touch with me. You can do so here on the anchor um, podcast page, or you can go to stephenfratello.com, my Facebook page or my Instagram. Uh, again, stephenfratello.com. I'd love to hear from you.